closer to the athletes, coaches, families, and fans of Cincinnati sports. It's On the Sidelines with Q102's Molly Watson and Lindsey Patterson. Presented by OrthoCincy, the orthopedic authority. All right, Lindsay and I are very excited about this episode today. We are on the sidelines with Grace McCarran of Loveland, uh, the first place winner of the Flying Pig Marathon. Grace, you finished 26.2 miles in two hours and 50 minutes. We want to start by saying congratulations. Thank you. How amazing. <laughs> are you Are you fully, you're recovered, you're feeling good now? I am, yeah. Okay, yes. we're, we're going to get more into that here uh, as as uh, this episode goes on. I'm, I think, super curious. Lindsay and I have a bunch of questions for you, but what's your day-to-day routine like when it comes, for, when it comes to preparing for a 26.2-mile marathon? Are you running a lot leading up to it? Or are you just resting? Tell us about your your routine. Okay, yeah. Well, so I'm a mom first. So um, I run really super early in the morning, like 4 o'clock. Oh, wow. Um, so I squeeze in all my miles prior to everyone else's day starting. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I pretty much run seven days a week until the marathon. And then, like, you know, last week I'm, I took a lot of time off. So Okay. Yeah, and how many miles are you doing in the morning? So it depends on where on where I'm at. There is kind of a training mechanism. I don't know routine. There is sort of like a training plan. Um, so depending on like where I'm, it's usually like a three month training plan. So anywhere between ten and fifteen miles a day, depending on like where I'm at. So usually I start out like around sixty miles and get up to like ninety five, and then come Jeez. back down prior to. So oh my <laughs> gosh, that is incredible. Um, another question. So I actually just recently joined a running group uh, and I'm doing three miles a week. No, so way I, smaller. Yeah, no, it's all relative. <laughs> but I'm really starting to enjoy it. And I yeah. understand now why, you know, people like you love it and it's a good de-stressor and I'm sure it's therapeutic, you know, for you. But um, are there, you know, I'm kind of now asking for some tips and advice. What types of foods and beverages do you completely <laughs> avoid leading up to a marathon? Oh, I'm a bad one to ask about that. Yeah. So I have a... T- terrible diet. Um, really I do. Um, I like carbs. I like sweets. I like beer. I do. Um, I really do not. I, I run so I can eat. Um, good for I you. Don't have, That's the way to do it. Yeah. I like yeah. it. That is the way I to don't do have it. a, I don't have a, a regiment around. So the morning of the marathon, did you get up and have a huge like pancake and waffle breakfast? Oh, no, or no. Okay. No, I didn't eat anything before the marathon. Oh, okay. Um, I ha- it's like nerves, you know. It's it's a mental, like, mm-hmm. I can't have all that in my stomach the day of. Um, so I didn't eat anything the day of the marathon. I don't typically eat before I run. Um, I, don't, I just have never, I just have never done that. But okay. other than that, I don't have anything special. I like. love that. <laughs> That's that yeah. makes me feel good. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but I keep yeah. on running. We we talk about the prep that goes into it, and obviously you have it down right now because I couldn't even imagine just preparing for that much. Twenty six miles. I mean, thirteen killed me. I did the half, and I wasn't oh, fast yeah, at all. Yeah. It took me. The sad thing is, I'm gonna admit right now. Her time for the full marathon was around the t- same time as my half marathon. <laughs> so it would have taken me about five hours to finish that. that. To and, do, yeah. But but kind of going into the marathon, and, and you're from the Cincinnati area, correct, for the Flying Pig? Just for two years. We we actually just moved into the area. So I'm a oh. new Cincinnati resident. Oh, where yeah. are you from? Uh, Mansfield. Oh, okay. Yeah. Te- uh, Texas? No, or, no, no. Mansfield, Ohio. Mansfield, Ohio. Yeah, okay. About, I- like, Two and a half hours north of here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So not far. Okay. Yeah. 
So did you do the flying pig since you were in Ohio? Did you hear about the flying pig? Do the flying pig before this year? No, this is the first time. Yeah. Are you kidding me? What did you think <laughs> about just the whole entire course of the flying pig? Yeah, Cincinnati has a really fun course. So I say that, you know, um, w- with it, it's it's fun, but it's oh, my gosh, it's very tough. That's one of the toughest courses ever. So it's it's fun in a, in a weird sense. But the crowd and the people are just it's amazing to have support almost the entire marathon um, at almost every single mile to just have somebody there because, you know, you get to that point where you're like, everyone's forgotten about me. They've yeah. gone to get their coffee. <laughs> they've eaten breakfast. Yeah. You know, they're trying to beat the traffic to get out of here. Like, so you just think, oh, I'm out here all by myself. But at Cincinnati, you know, at the pig, they really have a, a really great just all-around support system so how many amazing how many marathons have you done um I honestly don't know I I, I have to guess like around between 10 and 15 probably oh, wow. so, okay yeah okay in Cincinnati so this course has been is it do you consider it one of your favorites that you've done um I won't say it's not my favorite it is hard it's probably honestly the hardest course I've done and that's just the hills you know I mean oh, some sure. people yes. some people love the hills and you know some people don't and I think I'm a happy mix of you know it's nice that it evens out but as far as like the crowd and the involvement and stuff it's definitely one of the the best that I've been on so and when you said 10 to 15 marathons which is crazy to me and good for you credit to you (laughs) as you as you get ready for those are you preparing for any bigger marathons like the Boston Marathon or anything like that? What's that like or any mindset on, on those future marathons? Yeah, I've done Boston twice um, and it was a lot of fun. Again, you know, it, they're, they're all, they all have um, something unique about them and, and something special to offer. So I definitely encourage, you know, people to, if you're going to do it, like travel, you know, go find the fun ones and, and do them. I did the Disney half when I was in high school. So, you know, they they all just have something um, unique to offer. But um, honestly, I'm just sort of happy where I'm at right now. Um, I, for a long time, I was like, oh, I'm going to try to qualify for the trials. I'm going to really try to get my time down. And, you know, they dropped the qualifying time now and I, I didn't qualify before. So like now it's even, and, and I think I'm just, I'm happy in my life, you know, and I'm happy with what running is doing for me. So I think I'm just going to kind of sit back and enjoy the ride from here, you know? So are you in a running group or do you, are you more of a solo runner? So I am a solo runner kind of, um, I started getting more serious about running after I had my son, um, And I started running with my younger sister and it just sort of morphed into this, what it is today. Um, So we used to run together a lot, just her and I, you know, and we would do marathons and stuff. So I run by myself, but there's a lot of times in the mornings I'll call her and we talk the entire run. So it's kind of just, you know, I'm by myself, but not actually by myself. And then you're burning more calories. Isn't that true? (laughs) When you're talking while you're running, you burn a lot more calories. Um, what, uh, who were the first people you saw when you crossed that finish line? Was your family there or? Yeah. So when I was running, I, I look for my husband. Um, he's a really big calm. Like, I don't want to get emotional, but he, I could not do what I do without him. Like he's. And what's your husband's name? Sam. Oh, so. Um, you can edit this. No, <laughs> no, no. I shout love out it. to Sam. Yes. No, please let it, let the tears flow. We've all done it before. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but then my mom was there. She did the half. So then, um, so I saw my husband and my daughter and my dad, um, Aww. 
like as I was running, I could hear him. So I saw them before I crossed the finish line, um, you know, cheering and screaming and stuff. And then when I got across the finish line, my mom had just finished the half. So the shot they got of me where like I was like, Oh, yeah, I've seen it everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> that's I saw my mom. I was looking at my mom. So like, that's what I was like. Oh, my gosh. I saw her. Wow. Yeah. So it was really sweet. Like it was it was just a really good day. It was a really good race and a really good experience. Oh, that's incredible. So your mom's a pretty big runner then. She is. um, She's I mean, I've grown up around it. Like that's she's always been super encouraging. She coached cross country for a long time and just, um, you know, never to never like the pressure to be awesome or, you know, whatever, but just to do it and Mm -hmm. try and push yourself yeah yeah Yeah. no I love that uh go ahead Lindsay yeah when you're not talking to your sister when you're running what's in your headphones what are you listening to nothing usually well so on Sunday I will listen to Pandora because that's my long day so um I do anything mostly whatever I'm feeling um Jay Ratty and the business um country sometimes sometimes I do the pop mix Mm -hmm. it it really just depends um but when I run that early in the morning I usually either if I'm not talking to my sister I just have silence you know that's (laughs) that's interesting because I have a friend her name's Lori that similar to you she does you know she'll do 10 miles in a day but she never listens to music why is that um I don't I don't know. I feel like um, most runners I talk to say they don't listen. Is it you want to like hear you want to pay attention to your pacing or? Oh, it has nothing to do with like really most of the time you want to do whatever you can to forget about exactly what you're doing, okay. and what mile you're <laughs> yeah. on. Um, That's why I listen to it or a podcast <laughs> or something. Yeah, there are certain times when it's important, you know, in your training that you're like, I need to know where I'm at. But um no, I part of it is just being out that early in the morning, you know, just making sure that I know what's around me as far as cars and stuff. It's true, but yeah. like it really is a good decompression, you know, from, you know, some people do it after work to decompress from work. And I guess I kind of do it in the morning to get ready for the stress of that day or whatever is going to come. So just sort of, I mean, a lot of times, honestly, I think about work. Like, <laughs> I had so all? many spreadsheets yeah, to do. You yeah. Know, so, um, yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break with a message from our sponsor. OrthoCincy Orthopedics and Sports Medicine has eight convenient orthopedic urgent care clinics in Kentucky, Ohio, and Indiana with convenient weekday, evening, and Saturday hours for fractures, sprains, strains, and more. OrthoCincy's dedicated orthopedic specialists will treat your sports, work, or everyday injury. Just walk in. No appointment is ever needed at OrthoCincy Orthopedic Urgent Care. Plus, you'll spend less time and money than going to a crowded ER. Learn more at orthocincy.com. That's orthocincy with a Com. And we're back. I'm tossing it to you, Lindsay. It's funny because you're cutting yourself a little short. You you just won the Flying Pig Marathon. You said it was your first time doing it. And for someone who's experienced, as you mentioned, 10, 15 of them, it is a tough course. The hills are there. They, you can struggle with that. But you need to give yourself some credit because <laughs> yes. you're, you're raising so a family humble. and you're <laughs> yes. out there winning marathons. Was that your first win in a marathon? Um, I won Toledo last year and I won Akron a couple years ago. Um, so no, but I every win is like humbling. I it's, It is not something I take for granted. I definitely don't show up to a marathon and think like, mm, yep, I got this one in the bag. Yeah. You know, like. It is uh, every single runner that shows up is, you know, any given day and everyone works so hard to be there. So it's definitely not it's not something I take for granted, you know. 
No, and I, I, I mean, I think we can both sense that for sure. You're so humble oh. and kind and genuine. <laughs> uh, are there any, well, actually, no, I want to ask, what advice do you have for first timers that want to get to your level? Uh, probably another, not a good question for me. Um, <laughs> Again, so humble. <laughs> um, I, I really think that everybody does it for their own reasons. And I think it's really important not to compare yourself to me or to anyone, you know, and I know I'm guilty of that. You look at people and you're like, oh my gosh, they are so good. I will never get there. But that's not really what it's about. Um, you, you win in and have small victories just you know, within your own capabilities. So I think I think it's very important for anyone who is trying to do it or who is out there doing it. You just have to do it for you and you have to to give yourself credit and, and take the victories where they are, whatever that looks like for you. No, I think that's great advice. Celebrate and, the small wins. And drink a lot of water. Yes, that's where Lindsay, <laughs> mess, Lindsay messed up one year <laughs> doing that. I did. I, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I will say this and you're going to be like, yeah, she's a rookie. And this was my first time. I was doing the half marathon for the Flying Pig and I, it was like an 80 degree, maybe 85 degree April day, which is rare. It happens every now and then. And I didn't drink Gatorade or water, like maybe half a water the whole entire time. And at the end, I just like laid on the ground. So I don't recommend that. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. I For half marathons, I don't know if I even do the water stops. It's... I struggle with water stops. So, I mean, I don't blame you for if you can make it. Or, and, and the gel things, oh, they're no. so disgusting. Oh, I've never tried those, oh, but so I've heard gross. they're gross. They're yeah. so terrible. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So do you not pack granola bars or anything? Do you have like a little pocket no, that you... No, yeah. I do the gels because like you just sort of have to. Yeah. You just have to do yeah yeah yeah. that was the thing I had like salt all over me they were like doing all these interviews and I'm like really I hope you're editing these you looked great I was watching it I was watching it at home at my parents house and I was like I cannot believe she just ran over uh, 26.2 however many miles and you looked beautiful like not a bead of sweat on you you looked (laughs) amazing it was all salt no you really did you looked you looked so great um, which uh, brings me to my next question. What was the first thing you indulged in when you were done eat or done eating? When you were done running, <laughs> what did you just treat yourself to? Um, so I made these, um, the, the first food I really, my, I upset my stomach doing those gels, but, and then I chugged this Gatorade down after I was done. So that was, I don't recommend doing that. I, <laughs> but, um, so I, I like Buckeyes, you know, the peanut butter, chocolate-covered peanut butter things. So I made this, like, version. You put Rice Krispies in them. Um, So I had those. But then, like, the Tuesday after, I got a facial, and I got my hair done. I got my nails done. So I, like, did that whole, like, thing. Good for you. Oh, I love that. A little diva time. A little diva day going on. Is there any running myths? Because I've always heard that you need to, like, size up in your shoes. You need to do this, wear this. Like, is there anything that you would be like, that's not true at all when you hear it all the time? Yeah, probably none of it is true. (laughs) Again, I mean, I I am the most low-key I don't get into all of like the I mean there are certain things like you need good running pants you need good running tights you don't want to have like chafing and you know wedgies and like all that stuff going on so I'm I definitely am you know about the the good clothes but again that looks different for everybody every you know um 
but I don't have like special shoes that I wear. I don't buy them half size bigger or a half size smaller. Or okay. listen to her. Know. Shoe I know. I know. Listen, if we're gonna get advice from anybody, I got lucky. No, you did not. You worked hard and you got to where you know you. That was all you. Uh, are there any um, Are there any athletes that inspire you or you look up to? Um, I mean, aside from the the normal ones you know like Michael Jordan and I think it's more around the work ethic and you know stuff like that but um honestly a lot of just I looked at the past winners you know and all of their their times are faster than what the marathon ran this year so just they are an inspiration and you know just they go out and they do it every day and they're working hard so I don't have a specific call out I mean as far as like one specific athlete that's inspirational, I guess I think distance runners are just kind of a different beast. Um, we all are kind of there for each other. You know, I think in, in a sense, you're going to pass somebody in a marathon and they're like, you're doing great. You know, uh, some of the guys that I pass are like, you're, you're killing it, you know, just, you know, and the, the same as if you, if I pass somebody, you know, like, great job, keep going, you know? So I think that's just, it's just kind of a weird world and in a really good way, I guess. Kind of like a big family, it yeah. sounds like. Yeah. Really supportive and loving. Yeah. Are you going to do it again? The pig? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, probably. Yes. I mean, bravo. <laughs> you heard it here but first. I told, I told my husband, like, but it's going to be low-key. It's not, I'm not, not going to... out to defend my title. Okay. Like, it's just, it's just to do it for yourself. Yeah. Do you have a room where, do you have a space in your house with all your medals and that you kind of... No, I hang them in the laundry room. <laughs> I have like a rack in the laundry room. I love you. You are so, <laughs> so low key. humble and low key. I love this. Um, I did have, okay, this, I wrote a bunch of questions on here. Um, so something else I'm kind of curious about after you run that much, are you super keyed up? Or are you ready for a nap? Like, did you do anything afterwards? No. No. Okay. Um, you kind of just like, you. so I remember the first marathon I ran, which was Cleveland. Okay. And I crossed the finish line and it was like immediately I stopped and my body was like, it just, I was like jello. I have never felt, it's gotten better. Like the more miles that I've trained and the more that I've done. But when you get done, it takes just a matter of minutes and your body's like, no, we're not going to do anything else today. Let's just like, rest. Let's rest. Okay. Did you take a nap that day or would you? No, but no. we just kind of laid around. Like there's just not a lot of movement going on. Aww, so. Good for you. Taking That's your awesome. shoes off. Yeah. That is one of the first things you like those shoes mm, off. Like I'd rather walk in my bare feet than have those shoes on for oh, yeah. another second longer. Yeah. Your feet are yeah. like, let me breathe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what's next for you, Grace? I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um, I'm hoping to do a marathon like in the fall and hopefully with my sister. It's been a while since we've gotten to like do one together. So looking forward to maybe planning something, you know, with her. But I don't have no definite plans yet. Okay, that's all right. Well, uh, Grace McCarran of Loveland, the first place winner of the Flying Pig Marathon this year. 26.2 miles in two hours and 50 minutes. Thank you so much for joining us. This was great. I really love talking to you. That, you you were awesome. Thank no, you. seriously, any winner out there, I want I want them to be just like Grace. I know. Oh, this was you. you are so thank humble you. and kind <laughs> and uh, this was very fun to uh, chat with you this week on the sidelines. We'll be back uh, next week, Lens. We have some other ones lined up here on the sidelines with us. I'll fix the ending. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know where I'm we going. We do. <laughs> she was looking
looking at me like <laughs> I have sorry. no idea. I could. I was like, I wonder if we're still going live right now. No. Like the, sorry, you know Molly. what? Okay, we'll talk to you next yeah, week. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs>